Welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest and John. Welcome back, guys. Um, Yeah, last week we talked about our summer 2019 anime reviews. And yeah, uh, I didn't watch that many stuff as I re-listened to our recording and how I was like, these are the two I watched. These are the two I'm going to talk about the most. The rest, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I dropped it. Dropped it. <laughs> yeah. Watched three episodes, dropped it. Watched five, dropped it. Sometimes even after the first episode. Yes, sometimes after the first. Like, uh, cheat magician. Even though it made me laugh or listen to you say, he always says, I cheated. I cheated. Anyway, (laughs) uh, what were you talking about this week, John? Yeah, this one is kind of a personal favorite of mine. It's a gem that was kind of hidden away. It was made in 2015. I think that was the original run for the light novel. That's when the idea started. It's called Classroom of the Elite. And, I mean, with your history of dropping some anime, you're kind of going into it right away. How did you like Classroom of the Elite? Um, I immediately... uh... Just like binged it, I binged like ten episodes in a day. Um, it was just good. I for some reason, um, I got confused because I thought you were talking about another anime uh, mm-hmm. with a teacher, like a te- like a head magician it was like a magic school, and the te- like a, the teacher's like a uh, like a badass. I mean, that sounds like so much generic anime yeah. that's There's, out there. <laughs> I, I should have wrote that one down, but like, it was just like so I thought that's what Classroom Elite was about these going to magic school and it's teacher who's actually like an assassin magician is teaching these kids and he's a badass mm. and just about him but then i realized no it's actually about students going to this event school and as the plot just continued i was like this story is amazing and the main character's voice when it first started was so like like mono like he just sounds so boring like not interesting but yet he's one of the most compelling characters i've ever seen in that yeah, for him being so dull and kind of unenthusiastic about everything, uh, it brought out a trait that I've never really seen before that I actually really liked. Yeah. So, kind of, um, let's start. I mean, let's start with the studio that brought this. I mean, how do you want to start this? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say uh, my my sources for what we're breaking down is Wikipedia, my anime list. Um, the anime that we're talking about, we said it, but um, just say it again it's classroom of the elite um here's the part where i butcher it in japanese <laughs> should i even do it in japanese oh no having a debate on like should we try to say it? oh no let's hear it okay let's hear it <clears throat> yakoso jitsuroku shinyo shingi no kiyoshita tsui yeah. yo that was actually pretty good well so, i'm sure it wasn't but that was better than what you what's normally and translated, it's supposed to be "Welcome to the Classroom of the Supreme Ability Doctrine." Sounds like a cult. Classroom right of the Elite sounds a lot better. Yeah, Classroom of the Elite oh, suits like it. it suits more. it perfect, and it's basically says the same thing. Um, but I will say the plot so if people can understand real quick. Do you want to read it? I basically copy the same plot. Literally, what I did word for word. So, pretty much, the Japanese government ends up creating a school and uh to mimic real life and what they do is uh you have to be special to get accepted into the school or come from a really intense background of some sort and so the story follows the main character um kyo taka ayan koji he's just this quiet boy who has never made friends and he 
kind of mentions that a lot throughout the anime that always cracks me up how he's just like he's he doesn't he doesn't have friends he just never made friends he's, he doesn't know what that is and pretty much just keeps his distance so he's the loner and that we've all had in every classroom mm. and so the interesting thing about this school is it lumps students depending on their results and um the exam so if you rated high you'll be in class a and if you are a defect or you rate really low you just mess up then at that point you get put into class d and of course you know the in-betweens and so depending on whether you're in class a or class d you get special privileges that come in so class d is known as the worst of the worst and that's where the main character gets dumped in and it kind of starts from there and so um the main character, uh, Kiyotaka Ayan Koji, I really, really liked him. He came out in every episode, and it was really fun wa- watching what he was going to do next. What did you think about him as the main protagonist? Yeah, he is, um, honestly, he felt like he's one of the most realistic protagonists I've seen in anime. Because he's just like, he's not perverted, going after all these girls. And this anime can get very, like, anime-ish, where these models of these girl students have proportions are wrong where it's just like in your face in certain areas certain areas <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's in every anime yeah, and, so far. And, and every anime but this guy is more like he just wants to chill in class and just chill day by day and he helps people if they need help and they come to him but he's kind of just like well i'm just gonna go to school and do what i have to do and yeah he, he Honestly, it builds up. You learn more about him as the story progresses, especially at its conclusion, which we will get later on in the episode in the spoiler territory. But he he's just one of the people who, I guess he's almost like a black sheep. He wants to be left in the, be behind the scenes. And he doesn't really want to be in the spotlight or anything, but he will get things done. Or like he's like a Detective Conan if, Detective, uh, if he wasn't trying to be cool. But I do like the fact that he really uh, does everything in his like power to stay out of the spotlight. Anytime he does something, he always sits there and says, oh, it's that person that actually did it. Any character that kind of sits in the background and pulls the strings, I really enjoy kind of as an archetype anyway. But knowing that uh, the mink, this anime focused on a character that's like that, it was really fascinating. Because again, when I just turned it on i didn't expect to get what i got so this oh what's next over there um, um what's if this? you want to keep talking about a few more of the characters uh the main ones that we've been talking then i can jump into the light novel illustrator okay perfect so we got the next one that the next character so uh ion koji ends up meeting the next loner in the class and that's a uh, horikita <laughs> by choice, she's yeah she just she feels uh she can do everything by herself susan a and so doesn't want to make friends, doesn't talk to anyone, but somehow she only talks to the main character. Yeah. He doesn't understand it because she says she doesn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> like she's incredibly rude to him all the time. She but... just comes like he, he can be literally there's a scene where he's at the pool and everyone's swimming in the pool and he's just chilling by himself, watching people swim, being like, well, this is my life. And then uh, she walks over just to talk to him and be like, I don't have any friends. Like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, ask, but then end up like trying to ask him for help because 
Uh, because another thing, a big part about these classes situation being class A, class B, class C, and class D is that uh, the school has this big point system where every month you get, if you get a certain, you get a certain allotment of points. But during that month, you can get deductions. So starting out, they can get like start new students get 100 points. So you get like 100,000 and you can spend it on anything you want, basically food, any products that you want, coffee shops, because the school is basically in its own little city civilization kind of thing. And you can't leave that school. So you're going to be there on property for three full years. Yeah, unless you get expelled or kicked out. But uh, and the school system itself has like cameras and everything set up and teachers so that you're on a merit system so like depending on how you act and treat people and perform in tests and exams you will either get more points or less points and that's basically what you get and immediately we find out that in class d it's horrible for a reason because a lot of these students either are terrible students or they are great in one area but have a, a strict weakness that comes out of them but anyways class uh these these points basically gets measured up and they basically want to compete. One of the uh, Suzune, yeah, Suzune, Suzune itself is basically big on that. She wants to. Her goal is to make Class D become Class A. Basically, you can go up in the point system. Whoever has the most points can advance up. And Class D has never once in the the whole entire ration of the school ever went up. And I think they go by grades. It's weird because yeah. I know there's other Class A's and other grade groups. Exactly. But it's like there are freshman class against their class. They're four classes, sophomore, junior, senior, or, well, it's Japan, so three years. But yeah. they, anyway, they got three years to do it, and they will fall. And since it's three years, they'd be going together. They can compete and get whoever can get to class A quickest. Yeah, but imagine if you, so with those rules and kind of the history of it, once you're class D for that first year, you're probably going to be class D for the second and third. Yeah. Which means there's a lot of privileges you won't get that everyone else got yeah. gets. I mean, even to the amount of where the teachers will tell you what's actually allowed and what's not allowed, they will actively withhold information just because you're a class D student. And that kind of try to simulates reality. I mean, they I think they try to simulate reality yeah, with do, that. There's like even times where they go to a restaurant and people like turn their nose at them they, and just saying like you're class D you're you're not civilized and stuff. You're scum. And just treat them like trash, even though our main character is like nonchalant. Where you feel like, does this guy actually belong in class D, or is he hiding something? And same thing for uh, Suzune. Like, there's characters where you're like, why was this character put in to class D? Mm-hmm. And then you find out that they have something that they kind of, kind of, when they took the test, because some people took these exams to be placed thinking that it's just a test. There's more things to it about who you are as a person. And you find out some of their weaknesses of why they were placed there. That's why, I mean, even after watching the whole anime through and kind of reading it, I still don't know why uh, Hori, uh, yeah, Horikita Suzune was uh, put in class D. Oh, I think I have an idea. Okay, but so maybe we'll definitely. you read and we'll talk I, about it. I mean, I would have, like, class C, maybe yeah. B. I mean, obviously not A, I get that. But she's top of the class in a lot of different things. Okay. So to me, it's I don't understand why it's C. It's it's D instead of like C because she she was obviously better than everyone in the class. Yeah. Like you've seen that multiple yeah, different times. That. She yeah. 
But let's just jump in because we really want to go get into the anime. But I'm going to talk about the light novel, its publishers, and the manga real yep. quick. Oof. So the light novel and author and creator of Classroom of the Elite is uh, Shogo Kinugasa. He uh, and the illustrator for his light novel is Sunsaku uh, Tomoso. Um, I didn't, I wasn't able to find anything about the writer itself and any other additional works. But Classroom Elite is his big, it's continued going, and it's been going on since May of 2015. Uh, its publisher is Media Factory, and uh, its main publisher, but overseas, it's sold by Seven Seas Entertainment. Its primary uh, its primary demographic is male. It's a senin, and uh, yeah, its manga illustrator is Yu Yu Inshino, in case you like to read mangas instead of light novels. Which the manga itself is published by Monthly Comic Alive, and it's been published from January 27, 27th of twenty sixteen to present. Yeah, okay, that's that's all for the light novels and manga, and we can jump into anime if we're ready. Oh, uh, really quick, okay. just wanted to give a shout out to the voice actors for uh, the first two characters I I talked about. So Ayano Koji, uh, he's voiced by Shoya Chiba, and he's also known for other. Um, his voice has been in uh, Banana Fish as Sing Su Ling. He's a B-cell and sells at work, and he plays uh, Toha Maru and Dororo. So he's uh, oh, wow. really been kind of coming out in the last three years with some big anime uh, credentials. I like that. And as for voicing a Horikita, at that point, it's uh, Akira Kito. And what's cool about her is she's the voice of Nezuko from our anime uh, demon slayer oh wow yeah oh yeah i did see so that's really cool that which is funny because nezuko doesn't yeah she says she says like 10 words through the whole thing you you gave me so much crap for saying i thought she was best girl it's true though and we'll see because you can't be best girl if you say 10 (laughs) words in 24 episodes and you fall asleep in 16 of those episodes when she does pop up. So best girl gets a door. I can see. Th- no. Some people get best girl to girls who are just like, yeah, she talked. And we're better than those people. <laughs> we have to set high standards. Of best. All right, well, Last best girl. Who was it? My Sakura Jima. Yeah. And I saw. So that. it has to match that. We'll How see. does Me- Nezuko Crunch, match Crunch, that? Watch Crunchyroll. Demon Slayer is so big. Watch Crunchyroll say. <laughs> I'll call it right now. Crunchyroll Anime Awards are going to say Nezuko is best girl. I bet oh. you. Fanboys are like, let's go, let's go. I think Raftilia might make it. I, I think I she bet might you make it. We go to SakuraCon this year. We'll see a Netsuko pillow. This oh yeah, well, we're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna see Netsuko Ready. everything at SakuraCon this year. <laughs> so it was cool just seeing their voice actors kind of uh, come up. And, yeah. I mean, we listen to them all the time, and we don't really even notice it. Yeah. I was uh, last night. I was like watching like Inuyasha. My uh, sister-in-law was watching it, and I was just, like, chilling there watching it, too. And I realized, like, some of these, like, before, like, voice actors in the day, and I was like, I wonder what happened to Inuyasha's voice actor. Like, what the works he's doing. That was uh, Richard Cox, right? What? Uh, For the Inuyasha voice actor? Yeah. You mean the English one? I was talking about, I was watching the the Japanese version. Oh, I never watched Inuyasha in Japanese. How was that? It's actually good. Pretty good. It's just so... it's so similar. I think Richard Cox did a good job of uh, being similar to the Japanese voice actor and how they how they speak and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, that's what my, my wife just loves the Japanese sub of it and the, the realism of that. So it just worked well. Yeah. But they were like, "Oh, let me see that." 
Um, but yeah, let's jump into the anime then. All right, I'm gonna talk about it's two directors. First, uh, it's directed by uh, Seiji Kinchi and Horiyaku Hiroyuki uh, Hashimoto, and basically, uh, Seiji is basically the main director. I, I, and this is you know from what I can see about their works. And uh, Hiroyuki is assisting, but as, acting as one of the main directors too, because their their work their work demographics of what they worked on is different. Because Seiji himself. I'm gonna run some anime that he worked on and see if you like him or not. Let's hear it. So one is Angel Beats. He directed Angel Beats 2010. Never watched it, but I heard You never watched Angel Beats? No, I heard it was really good. But no, I never watched it. I thought you got me into that. It must have been TJ. It might it was probably TJ on that one. Angel Beats is good. Right? It's it's sad. That's <laughs> That's probably that's a, that's why a, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why it wasn't uh, me. What about Assassination Classroom? I never liked it. I heard it was. There's a lot of people that was good. It's really popular. Um, I didn't like the main character. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like the main character at all. Yeah. Yes. Didn't (laughs) like him whatsoever. And so I know it ends really good, and a lot of people really enjoy it. I just, it didn't stick. I did see a couple of the fight scenes that were really good. This would be a comedy kind of thing, right? Yeah. But I just I didn't like the main I character. I can get through it as hard, but maybe I will go back to it if I need to do an episode. But even it. then, those are some good ones. That, yeah. Is there any other? Uh, Radiant. It's a new one that's been going on. Started in twenty eighteen. It was one I pushed off, but now I might check it out because it's still going on. Ashura, the fighting one that was oh like, uh, really uh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, yeah, that's that's like a Netflix exclusive what do you think right of that now. Animation? I mean, it's a uh, <laughs> what would we what what is that animation called? That style? The, it's, uh, 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 shell uh, CGI. Yeah, it's a, so pretty much it's a CGI CGI cell shaded fighting anime that's yeah. extremely over the top, uh, and. It's horrible to look at. Yeah, I think I think they get hyped like the animators working on like man, this is hype. This is so great. Like, like they're, and the technical uh. standpoint is exciting, but when you watch it, it s- seems so sluggish and slow. Yeah, and like you think the action is going on, but it's like it's dull. It's just not incredibly like, dull. You can get so much more from a, a anime standpoint of animation that like what what what's the point of wasting money on? CGI, and you can also get more angles because you have like Demon Slayer where the camera can change around and like flip a room all the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think that's the the worst part about it. It's, uh, I can go on a tangent about, uh, about Berserk because I think that's such a, it's, it's, uh, it's only underrated because it's anime. It's so bad. It's so bad. And people just like, I can't recommend it to people because the cgi is terrible even though i think the story is amazing well even then you have to watch who you recommend it to yeah. because if you recommend it to somebody who's not aware <laughs> of all that's going to happen in it yeah that's i mean true. it's kind of some people kind of feel like the best arc is just the golden age and stop right there kind of thing i mean yeah and like that's on there it's interesting but even though the golden age arc ends with cliffhangers like why would you want to end a series like that but anyways that's true um, it's assistant director, uh, I gotta stop saying that's so disrespectful. Uh, Hiyuki, uh, he has works as well, but it's all been like, 
it's all been like episodic uh directions so have you watched a cell world a cell world yeah no it's uh made by the same creator like uh, it's an anime by the creator of uh the one i hate the most sort of online oh really yeah it's about this like piggy boy and he's in the online world like he's like and he has this cool avatar fighting machine huh called like crow i think and he has a he's like this if you, i want you to pull it up just Wait, how what's it, it called like. it's called a cell world a c c e l world <laughs> why you do this babe? <laughs> <laughs> so you see a picture of him oh yeah i've seen that title like i've seen uh just, just like how he looks and that that girl immediately falls for him like she's like i'm down for this guy huh just because he can turn into this one thing immediately like wait what <laughs> Like she falls from like 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 he's the hottest thing that ever came to existence. Well, Not to roast cool. him, he's a cool character. <laughs> but I hate when people do so, like even Sword Online does it. Like at first I was like, oh, this is cool. But characters fall in love like quick. That that's what I'm getting with. <laughs> Period, and it works out perfectly. And then everyone else starts jumping on him. Girls are running towards this dude, running. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> so, did you watch it? Did you finish it? Uh, I watched majority of Cell um, World because it was better. It was better than. It was. Is it better than Sword Art? In popularity wise, no, but it, it was more interesting. The character's more interesting to me than the main character because he doubts himself. He isn't like, yeah, I'm actually great at this game, and I was one of the beta testers, and that's why I'm great. I was like, then you find out, oh, I'm actually great at quant. Uh, is it what's that sword fighting name? Which one? You no, know, so, when you fight with swords, the gun gale, or like in Japanese culture, when you fight with bamboo oh, kendo, swords. kendo, like, yeah. it's like I'm actually a bamboo kendo expert and um, Titus. I just hate the and I'm adopted and all this stuff. I, just, <laughs> I hate sword art, I hate yeah, it so much. So disappointing. Uh, but he also worked on actually, they might have met in this one because he actually did. He directed a few episodes of Angel Beats. Um, he also did... He worked on a total of 18 episodes of one of my favorite animes of all time. Code Geass. Season oh, 1 nice, and 2. Nice. And he did a movie called Laid Backer. Laid Backer? Yeah. Huh. And basically it's a weird premise about these chibi girls saving the world. I looked it up and I was like, what is Laid Backer? But that's a chibi girl. And he also did one that I'm actually interested in for us to actually do one about because it's if you want to do like a sci-fi, like technical, like smart one, it was robotic notes. Robotic notes. Yeah. So I know I want to do one about like uh, similar robotic notes and what's the other one about the scientists. Uh, something notes too. Huh. It'll come to me later, but we'll see. So, but I, I remember trying to, me starting to watch something like that. Robotic notes. Yeah. Huh. Um, but the anime itself wasn't actually written by uh, the author and creator. It was actually written by Oi Akashiro. So he kind of <clears throat> did his own work twist to it. I'm not sure how. I haven't watched, uh, read the original light novel. I'm ordering those to actually check it out and see the difference. Really? Yeah. Nice. But uh, it's music, besides like its opening and ending, is, uh, was made by uh, Royo Takahashi. But... Did you even see like significant like background music that you enjoyed in the anime itself? No. Like, do you recognize it? No, there was nothing. I, I guess there was it was there, but I didn't like notice it. It wasn't noticeable at all. Yeah. So maybe not, not is that wrong. a good thing? I think that's a good thing if, if your music is not like because there's gonna be stuff that can take you out of the anime, but music's like 
overpowering yeah, or it takes away from the moment like yeah. sometimes the best moment silence yeah. where there is no music but it, the anime had mood moments and yeah. those moods were probably shaped by the music that by my my visual and audio was just imperfectly in sync because there's stuff that especially how the anime ends where you're just like dang this is real uh, <laughs> uh but the studio that uh this anime is brought to you by is uh Lerche. Lerche. Founded in 2011 in Japan, and its a parent company. Uh, its parent company is uh, Studio Hibirari. But its anime lists are Assassination Classroom. It may produce that. Produce, produce one that I actually want to watch too, called Rampo Kintan. And basically, uh, Rampo Kintan Game of Laplace. Basically, it's about this kid going to his school, and there's bizarre murders that happen. Huh. And this detective comes, it's like child prodigy detective comes to that school and helps him solve the murders. And then he basically recruits a guy to be his assistant. Oh, that's kind of cool. And his friend was like, don't be his assistant. It's weird, but it looked kind of cool. And I was like, oh, when did that get released? Was that like a... It was 11 what? episodes and it was like a little bit like, I want to say 2017. Okay, or? so more of a recent yeah, anime. Recent. Okay. Uh, Radiant as well. <laughs> and it did another anime that we talked about earlier this year well earlier these few episodes that you dropped after things got because we thought it was like back but it turned out it, it is like oh. back but in a different romantic direction uh given yeah yeah <laughs> the moment you even mentioned that the tone immediately changed it's a yaoi so take it as it is yeah uh the, and this last one that this one sounds goofy, the name itself, mm-hmm. but it's going to be announced soon. So once it does, like, if not, th- probably sometime in 2020 they're doing an anime. It's called Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Did you say toilet? Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. What, what, what is that? Basically, this girl <laughs> is into, like, uh, the eighth, like the wonders of the world and stuff. And there's this wonder that basically said that you can summon this thing from the toilet that's like God. And he can grant you any wish that you want. So she was like, oh, I'm going to summon him. And he she he t- comes out, but he turns out to be like some like little kid looking thing. And he basically makes her his assistant. And they solve things together. Because his job is to like help people. Huh. But you summon him from the, your toilet. Huh. That's what, I, but that's what it sounds like anyway. But huh. Actually, I hope it's it, not. Uh, doesn't look terrible. It didn't look terrible from the plot I read. It actually looked kind of like, oh, I'll look at it. I have to look at it because when you say you're a god and you get summoned from a toilet <laughs> from like a shitter from, I mean, she's not coming out with like uh, crap. Uh, but technically, like that's in it. <laughs> like, there's the the particles are there. It's like science is there. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, All right. <laughs> But uh, the anime was licensed by Funimation, and it ran from July twelfth of twenty seventeen through September twenty seventh of twenty seventeen for approximately twelve episodes. And you want me to just get the scores real quick? Yeah, go for it. The score uh, from these are strictly from my anime list, but uh, users out uh, one hundred eighty six thousand two hundred two users, they scored it as seven point nine three, and it ranked. Uh, 673. His popularity is actually uh, high. Well, not higher, but like lower than I expected because it being underrated. It's actually 284. I'm the lowest. And, yeah. 
out, out of favorites, it's favored by 4,764 users on my anime list. So there's 4,000 users on my anime list that know their shit. Yeah. That's pretty much what you're telling me. Basically. And us. Because we're on the ball. And Crunchyroll also gave it a four and a half star rating as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and that's between just like standard users. So the, a majority of people who've watched this anime, at least from this source, ended up enjoying it. So what was one of the things that stood out to you the most when it comes to the anime itself? Um uh storytelling uh pretty much the storytelling's good. It's similar to I want to say uh one of the like Bunny uh a rascal where it's like each episode there's a certain plot point that runs like not in the three like the strict three episode structure, but there's like things that are happening that they deal with to solve. Like the class, like hey, the first part's like hey, now that you know that we run on a point system, you can lose points. Exam is coming up, and if you get below a certain point, you will fail the exam and get expelled, and that can hurt your class. And basically, they're like, oh, we need to help out the the the, the uh the students, the most like need of improvement students in class, or like don't study as hard and nonchalant. Um. But they have skills in other areas, I guess, that made them even join that school. Because I thought it was just all geniuses that must go here. But I guess depends on what you're a genius at. A- anyways, like, each episode is, like, broken down, like, solving a certain problem. Our main character helping or uh, leading someone else to, like, take credit for it. And it's really good. Um, The animation is beautiful. I think every character has a very, like, distinct difference. And it's not like how some animes distinguish characters by... Their hair color being like super like big and bronze. I think the only one character who has his hair that looks different, but kind of makes sense for like he wants to be a basketball player, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Sudo. Uh, he has like guy. and he has like uh, weird buzz cut hair and he has red hair, but it's almost like he's a basketball player. He probably is trying to be like Dennis Rodman or something. Or uh, I want to. I hated that guy. Hated that so guy? much. Sudo I, I only hated him because he was just a, he just like all brawn kind of dude who just like he, he gets just, mad at a drop of a dime he's like what what you say yeah you're terrible you're terrible you, you need to study more what i need to, i what i won't fight you i was like calm down dude hated that guy so much relax until right. he starts like liking susan a he's like oh susan a oh well, like, he, he did go to bat for him a yeah, few different times but, but selfishly lot, it wasn't even for him the going to bat like some of the things that he started admiring more for was things the main character helped her do yeah that's she hilarious. helped she only went to bed for him immediately when she uh, when he first was like being like crapped on by the class for being like a du- juvenile so. yeah um but be, since we're what about you what what are key points about the anime that stood out to you or like it's art music story well for me it was dialogue mm. uh just like you said like in terms of rascal does not dream of bunny girl sensei or a senpai i really enjoyed that because of the dialogue and same with this there's not too much action that goes on in terms of i mean there's no fighting scenes there's nothing like that it's a standard kind of slice of life anime in that respect where they keep it very grounded and realistic i liked that aspect they set up a really nice um a nice gosh not a city, a nice atmosphere in the anime with how it has to be isolated, but it almost appears like it's not because, you know, the employees live there that work yeah. all the shops and everything like that. I mean, they have a full movie theater and everything on campus. I mean, 
They just can't leave for three years. So I think that's a really interesting dynamic when it comes to that. And I like the aspect of the class system and how it isolates everybody. And there's a chance for you to rise up if you are smart enough to take that. And it looks like the teachers definitely know because they keep an eye on the, you know, main two characters, Suzune and uh, Ayam Koji, and how they know the potential of these students. So I like how they see they're trying to guide them in a, a different unorthodox way. Yeah. And so I really like that. I even like how the main like teachers like basically they're it's their class. So they like hustle and try to, you know, deal certain things to make sure they can prosper and stuff. And some teachers do like shady stuff in order to make sure their students come on top. So yep. like, you can use your student like there's times that you can use your points or something to like talk to your teacher to change the decision or your teacher himself can come and but hey man coast is clear you can come out and do something like that uh um but let's um that point system i thought was really interesting how you can the points you're allocated you can buy anything even test answers i mean it's really interesting how they did that do you also notice in like the ending credits where it would save people's points the, the voice character the character's points no i didn't notice that yeah, that's actually really credits, cool. like the when it came to the the voice actor and the char- the character on the right on the on the right of it it would be their points how many points they had some characters had like crazy points yeah starting out just because stuff they did so i think what which sucks about like this being like a 2017 anime with one season it's that you want more because you want to you don't discover everything about how this point system works and yeah how, you're not what else you can earn points besides the big like tests and stuff because you've seen one character in particular have like a hundred thousand points and you're like well wait how did they have that yeah and some people have million points yeah this character in uh class b um she has a whole bunch of a whole bunch of yeah points. that's who i meant that's yeah, yeah. class b character yeah. yeah and and she and these guys a lot of these characters what's interesting about this this anime that does with setting the mood and tension is that you also think that you sometimes think characters are doing things for out of the kindness of their heart because they're a good person. But a lot of it's just like, um, I can use you and manipulate yeah. you later. And I'm saving things for later. And that's yeah. what I loved about yeah. everything. It's where not, It's realistic. Where it's yeah. like, hey, I'll help you, but that's only because it's helping me. Yeah. And they're like, they always like sizing you up and finding like what your weakness is. And a lot of these characters guess people's weakness. Like one character will say, why is this guy in this class? He's smarter than that. He must have something. And then they, and then what character will say like, "Oh, I think it's this." And then later on, you'll see that character show that specific weakness, that little, that little break in their own psyche that holds them back. One of my favorite things about this anime that it was like a small, subtle touch that I never really knew I loved until I seen it was how every episode started with a specific philo- uh, philosophy quote. Oh yes, because they had. I mean, in the, it's 12 episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in the 12 episodes, I would say there's probably seven quotes where I actually ended up looking up and it was fascinating. I mean, really interesting stuff. So what I want to say just a couple of those quotes, just because again, they stood out to me like a, and I, it's like four stood out hard. So the first one was just the first episode, which is what is evil, whatever springs from weakness. And I, when I first read it, for some dumb reason, it hit a chord in me. I stopped the anime. I, like, paused it on there, and I was just, like, it made me go into, like, a random spiral of, like, weakness, personal weakness, and just, like, what I see out there. And so it was, I liked that aspect of it. There's a, another one, which is, 
There are two kinds of lies. One concerns an accomplished fact. The other concerns a future duty. Mm. And again, just like how you think of what a lie is. And it's, again, just really interesting just kind of thinking about that that stuff right there. And the one that I really liked, which is uh, the final episode, is just like the title of that, uh, that episode. Yeah. Genius lives only one story above madness. Mm. And that was, again, just with the really conclusion like and everything, just thinking about that right now immediately gives me goosebumps. And it's just little stuff like that that hit me where it was just like, that's what you read to open kind of a episode. You kind of read that and then you're like, well, how does that philosophy quote now apply to this episode? Yeah. And it just sets the atmosphere. It sets a tone. And again, I, we, in most anime, it, I haven't seen how they open up with like just an interesting philosophy quote yeah. before they go into and it. And that, that quote itself be kind of the, the brat, the mood in the, 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 the steady plot of what the episode is going to talk about that if you think about that quote you can see what that the meaning that quote is how these characters act my favorite one you actually pull up is actually episode 11 because this one just like how you did for episode one this one made me stop and think like well like saying what people commonly call fate is mostly their own stupidity i was like that's just like (laughs) i was like i was like maybe this is my fate to do that but maybe you just you're stupid yeah you just messed up you just messed up and got in a situation where that you weren't meant to do this. You you chose to do this by your own choices. Not just and I love moral base kind of decisions and stuff. So it used to be my one of my favorite games, like Fable, when it first was announced. It was like every choice is a consequence. I would talk about that in school all the time. Like man, Fable's gonna be the greatest game ever. Man, every choice I do, there's gonna be a consequence to it. And then, well, we know how the Fable game series. Well, Fable was out. good. It just didn't deliver in terms of the hype we were hoping. Yeah. Fable, but- I love Fable. Fable two and three. Well, I I was done with Fable after two, and I bought three and played it for a little, an hour. I was like, I'm done. I never played three. I like two. Two was great, but I never got into three. My friend Cass tried to get me into three, and I tried to pick it back up and got a little further, but still, I'm just like, I don't don't care. If they re-released it, I'd probably play it. But I mean, that would only be like probably an Xbox exclusive at this point. Yeah. But now let's uh, before we jump into spoiler territory and talk talk start breaking down the episodes that we liked and were fond of. You want to talk about the opening and ending themes? Yeah. So right. you have the opening oh, theme on yes. your end, right? Yeah. So the opening theme is called Castle Room and it's by Zach Z A Q Zakik Zakwa. Q sounds. All right, and uh, we're just gonna play it for you guys. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
You could tell Ernest really liked that song. He was like, you know, I, I, I need I more than 30 a, seconds. I did, I did it for a minute. <laughs> I think the song's only a minute 30. And I was like, well, let me just do a minute. Because I think for my non-knowing copyright, I think a minute, no one's going to copyright me for a minute. Copyright. <laughs> 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 play bulk of the song. Copyright. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you think of the opening thing? So it, how it's... I like the first five seconds of it, and that's really about it. Uh, it's funny how it's so ha- amped up, and then yeah. it goes straight into like a quiet philosophy quote with ambient music, and yeah. then it goes straight into an episode that's purely talking. So it's really like funny how it just hypes you up, or it tries to hype you up, and then you just immediately sink back down into <laughs> this weird kind of mindset where you could tell something scandalous is about to happen. Yeah. I, I just thought like my one of my favorite parts is when they have like this little guitar solo. I was like, oh man, this is being hyped. But then it gets like very popish and stuff. It's yeah. still like it at first. First time I heard it, I just heard the beginning of what she was saying. I was like, skip. Like, let me go straight to the episode. And then I started to say, like, hey, we need to start talking about these openings more. So let me actually watch it for its full uh, fullality of the whole entire thing. And it grew on me little by little because it just popped up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, so did you like it? Would you put it on a playlist uh, not gonna... of good openings? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's if I heard it, like if we were like casually at some like hangout and it's somewhere, I won't be like, hey, turn that off. But I'm not gonna go out my way to look for it and then put it on my phone. Yeah, it like, wouldn't jam it. Like if I had a playlist of opening anime theme songs, this would never go on it. Like if it, I, I would more go into how the episodes begin. It's like at mo- that that mood setting mm-hmm. before that quote pops on. But bam, bam, bam. that I like that more because I was like, oh man, stuff's getting serious. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that was the opening theme, and what was the song again? It's called Cast Room. Classroom. Castle. Oh, castle. Wait, ca- not Castle Room. K- uh, cast. I'm I'm goofy as hell. Cast room ca oh it's called cast room it cast makes room. sense because it's like it's a cast system in the school oh yeah that does class i like room. it that's good <sighs> all right castle. so we got the ending theme song and that's by an artist named minami and the song is called beautiful soldier I guess you can guess which song we're going to close the episode off with. <laughs> I thought that song was going to get better. I've heard. Uh, yeah, it's not a terrible song. It just it's not good. It just, I mean, it doesn't. It's not terrible, but it's not good. It's maybe the lyrics would. It accomplishes what it's supposed to do. It's yeah. a good closer in terms of kind of it's a softer lullaby with 
how everything kind of happens yeah. in each episode. It's soft. It kind of, I'm assuming this goes on at night. So you probably just like watch this in Japan and then go to sleep afterwards. Yeah. So I get that, but I wouldn't put this on a playlist ever. And I would never seek out to listen to the song personally, yeah. especially after just the last seasons of, amazing opening you know, openers that came out and, and, I, and I, that came out. maybe we're being unfair because this is the a sin like more like adult themed and like very like talk about like mature content where like a lot of the ones that we love are from shonen oh rascal does not dream of bunny girl sensei that was a really good like ending uh, theme song oh, and we even talked about like the opening when it comes to that damn actually um, yep yep I'll try to defend it and fail immediately because I was like, yep, you're right. And that's a sentence and uh, that ending is amazing. Yeah. That was, like the yeah, ending theme amazing. song is really top notch. That alone, that is on a playlist. Yeah. That's how much I like that ending. You know, the song. ending isn't, I think they were scrambling for endings because I realized that in the first episode, they don't do like an opening and the first episode's ending isn't the anime's ending theme, but the ending anime's opening theme yeah. of cast room. Nice redemption right yeah, there. I like team it. Wants, yeah. Very good, man. Said it right. <sighs> All right. So, overall, um, is our there, review. Yeah, our standard review. What did you think about this? This was my second time watching the anime. I watched it once, like, probably three. Yeah, it has to be, like, in 2017 when it came out, I ended up watching it. So, rewatching it two years later, I had a really good experience. Uh, what was yours? Um. Yeah, I... Uh, love the anime i like it's it's one that again um thankfully i have you here who remind me hey check this show out because you honestly brought it up to me or i would completely have skipped it mm-hmm. and moved on because how old it was but you said hey i just watched this anime called classroom elite you should check it out and i was like oh, i'll push it back and then we we were talking about it at the end of last week's episode and i was like why don't we just do that one so i can just watch it and have like a deadline and like I said, one, one day where I had no school and was chilling, I uh, was like, I'm just going to watch like two episodes and take a break. I watched 10, and I was like, wow, I'll watch this a lot. Because the main character is just so compelling and interesting, and the more you like, what's going on here, how he handles things, uh, the his friends, the, the small, like, there's a funny episode where they're, at, they're going to a pool and they're doing an operation, and you think, like, oh, these guys are, it's only these guys, and you find out the main character is also helping, but funny stuff happens it just it just it, it's a cool like this anime is great because sometimes it can be a slice of life sometimes it can be very suspenseful and then sometimes it can be very like this could get this can go from slice of life to horror in a second yeah you know, how something how these characters act and then sometimes they're boxing each other and i'm like oh man they're swinging with the best of them yeah it's, it's i mean the dynamic between the main character and like the student council president oh and it can get real dark really dark so, overall, yeah, well, we'll what, what's the rating that you would give it? Um, I would give it. It's a it's a must watch. It's I a think, must watch. Yeah, I think you should uh, watch it. Honestly, even if you're watching stuff this season and want something that you can just watch right through, I, I binged it. Honestly, it was just that good. I, I, each episode made me want to go back and do it. Like I watched episode 10, 10 episodes, and I could have watched it all, but I was like, yeah, I got to stop. I got things I got to do, like take care of my pets. And, like Life. go go pick up my wife from when she gets off work and stuff. Oh, yeah, you watched ten episodes. Yeah, so it's I was like watching... two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, you practically like, just watched a yeah. movie of it. Early in the morning, I was, I was like, man, I'm gonna watch uh, two episodes of this, drink my little shake, and then go to the gym. 
10 episodes later. 10 episodes later, I just did cardio mobile elliptical and was like, oh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think it's a must watch and definitely don't, if you have the time, just watch it. Honestly, it's quick and it's 12 episodes. It's not, it's not a long. I would highly recommend watching it. Um, again, this is my second time. Even seeing it again, I re-fell in love with it to the point where then I started reading the light novel online. Oh, wow. And so it's it's really, really good. I want, I'll want i end up probably buying the actual real physical copy of the light novel because I'll, I want to support the series. I want to support the author. Mm-hmm. I have high hopes that they'll make a second season in 2020. That was like estimated kind of by rumors online, but... This will probably be one of those lost gems. I don't. I, I don't genuinely expect. I don't expect them to go. The but, only reason I see it maybe becoming more here because the light novels are starting to be published in English, mm-hmm. and right now they got two volumes that you can purchase, and a third volume will be coming out in November. It's third English translated volume. Well, the manga right now is still going. Yeah, but it's only been going for a year, so I'm sure it's still only hitting the. Yeah, it's still kind of arc. recent, yeah. And the light novel that's been going for a while. I mean, there's 11 novels of it. So, and the anime covers the first three, I think. The first. Yeah. Like, yeah it was three. like, I looked at them, it's like three, and they also do uh, a part from four, volume four and a half. Mm-hmm. And then they do one little spin off episode that was yeah. in that. Which is weird to have a four and a half volume, but I guess for a little cool story, it might be. Um, but yeah, that, that those were our reviews. Um, I guess now we can do our spoiler alert. We should have like some sound effects. We'll we'll definitely enter that. Come like a sure. radio host. Oh no, we might get a sound system. We might. That'd be cool. I, I think it'll be something to try. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely want to add it if we just throw in random sound effects <laughs> yeah. in there, like a radio. Yeah, we're like, like radio what radio show. does. Yeah, it's Ernest and John in the morning. <laughs> okay. Or I come up with goofy DJ uh, names. But yeah, that was that's a spoiler alert, and we're about to jump into spoilers. So if you are not interested in hearing spoilers about episodes that we liked and going more details about, you can stop right here. If you are interested in hearing more and say, "Hey, you're like me," and like, I don't care if I get spoiled, I'm still going to watch the show anyways. Then stay back and listen. You might find an episode that you too want to talk about and discuss later on. So, John, let let's kick it. What was your one of your favorite episodes or storylines and stuff? Let's see. So there's a couple different things. Um, It's hard for me to say what my favorite episode is because there's so much dialogue that happens in between it. I don't know what was said when. And so for me, it's easier for me to say like favorite specific parts that stood out that made me go, I have to keep watching because of what they just introduced. Mm. And so, I mean, the first things it was the test and pretty much how I think it's I don't know, again, which episode they did this on, where the teacher ended up talking about how the main character got a C on all of his test scores. He got yeah. he, a 50, or it was a 50. And so he specifically aimed to get one specific grade across all aspects. And I think uh, it might have been on episode two yeah, that I think happened. It was two. Because the theme of it is it takes great talent and skill to conceal one's talent and skill. And you find out that this guy is incredibly smart. Like he, he has so much potential and he's he's so aware of his surroundings and the people around him analyzing everything about them. And he hides it all. Yeah. And so even though how smart he is in terms of his grades. Again, just hides it all so he doesn't stand out 
at all and that aspect of a character is really interesting because anime is usually about a character standing out all the isekai and everything we watch what is it it's a main character a main teacher a main something being badass and really standing out this guy is the opposite where he just deflects all that attention and i really enjoy that even the first episode when they're doing their uh one students like hey we should all introduce ourselves in the classroom the main character is sitting back and he's think seeing like seeing the kind of personalities each of the characters who introduce themselves are then when it gets to him he's like um i should say something like kind of cool and stuff and like be you know kind of show him who i am but he's just like this is my name hello everyone and he sits down i won't make any trouble yeah (laughs) (laughs) basically just uh still nonchalant no like he has no charisma no presence no presence and he just He's in the back of the classroom next to a window, and even the kids, when they saw him, they're like, uh, cool, and moved on. I liked the dynamic with the teacher and the main character, how the teacher was trying to manipulate the main character into getting into class A. She's like, you will do this, otherwise we will expel you, yeah. and we will do this. Your your father's after you. Someone's after you. Yeah. And I really liked how he was just like, you're going to regret this. But he did it anyway and went through that last challenge. And that was probably my favorite part of the whole series because they overcome quite a lot of different yeah, things yeah. in there. From exams to perverts. to uh, No, exams, a fight uh, that also has a pervert in it. To uh, the big... The pool. The, the pool. To the pool fiasco. pool fiasco to then the big uh, summer vacation. To the island. And that island, I think, was one of the... It was such an interesting design, like how they set up that scene and how they kind of... They started with it. He thought they were all going on vacation, but the main character had, like, a suspicion where he's like, something's going to happen. Like, it's it's not... I mean, y'all are dumb if you think that this school is just going to do this out of nowhere. Mm. And they get to an island and find one of the... Like, such an interesting challenge that they make the classes one through a go against and that was a kind of a survival on the island as well as a not a capture the leader but what they what i thought was cool was the challenge itself they had it to where you had to pick who the other class's leader was because and they had to keep it secret and every yeah. time that you pick wrong you get a negative 50 points against your class overall so you can drop really fast if you make a mistake and if you get their leader then at that point you get all, um all the points that they got for that that they kept the extra points doesn't count so it can stop somebody from really like progressing too far ahead of you as well so it's a way for you to upgrade yourself and then downgrade somebody else but it's very risky and so i liked how pretty much you had to go to a specific spot hide whoever that leader was and watch for you know the spies watch for everything around i mean they were so on guard and trying to find you know who the other class was and what the main character did to manipulate the rules where he specifically set that girl up uh horikita to get sick oh yeah to get more sick he knew she was sick so he fell he like feasted on that and made her more sick he made he manipulated her getting wet 
manipulated uh, where like the guy threw mud on her. Yeah. Where she had to then go change in a waterfall, and that's obviously going to make the sick person way more. He sick. manipulated the spy that entered the camp by giving her the ability that he trust her mm-hmm. solely him, and he would not. He would not see her as being like weak to have her drop her guard around him. Yeah, cool. it's and that's the thing is he's because he has no presence. What he kind of uh, what we see him do kind of gets magnified. It's almost like there's a magnifying glass uh, lens on him. So how he gets this girl sick changes it. So everybody and pretty much sets it to where he knows most people know it's her. You've I know that you guys set this up. I know that you guys, you know, try to put a spy in this camp. I let the spy get you false information to the best degree of where you seen the card. It was impossible for you to get that mixed up or for the other classes to, and to still sit there and use the rules, get the girl sick and change it all last minute and then be able to manipulate his class leader to where now he also takes credit for it. As well as having a uh, Horikita take credit for it while she's sick down and out to yeah. unify the class. It was such a good present with a nice bow wrapped on it. Again, it was a great final like few episodes. Yeah. I even liked how um, this show does a good job of showing like characters saying things or fi- finding something and then immediately going to another scene. You're like, what, what did he do there? What did he find? And then later on, you see it. And that, that art specifically, he finds out that she. Uh, she had like a, a camera and a radio system there. So he destroys the camera and then he recalls back. This is good for like and people who like to rewatch episodes where like he remembers going to go visit Class C's leader at the beach and they're just mm-hmm. hanging out chilling. And he sees a remember seeing her radio just hanging there. Yep. And he then when he saw finds that little bag, he saw that she has he she also has a little radio. So they only must be communicating. And the reason he's able to figure out that she buried this thing when they find her it looked like she just got beaten up and beat down and left and just crying. And he sees dirt all over her fingers. And and he and the camera highlights that point. So when you first see it, they don't highlight it. Unless you're really you the audience is watching it. But he then when he figures it all out, he highlights all oh, the fingers are dirty. She must have been burying something underneath her. Mm. And how certain things were happening around the camp that he knew other people probably would not do. And how he manipulated the camp, like setting the thing on fire, yeah, which like he, gave the girl a chance to run, yeah. gave the spy a chance to run away, which made Suzune then run after her in the rain. And yeah. then she passed out pretty much because the sickness ended up taking over and she fought yeah, in the rain her, fight, yeah, that in the damn strength. rain. And then how he just kind of set everything up. It was, uh, it's, it was great. Yeah. Even seeing that. Sometimes you feel like your main character is the smartest guy in the room, and I kind of feel like he is. But you also see that characters who I think were just like, just like uh, evil, like cruel, like just like all like I have power and I'm just using that power to influence me. Actually, be very smart. Like the class C's leader, he's actually pretty smart himself. He, really smart. He had a perfect plan, and even even if his plan turned out it, it failed, he still is like, well, that was just part of it. The main, I, I don't care about those points. I got the better deal, and he shows a contract that he has from Class A. I mean, they have to pay him every month two thousand, two hundred thousand, or two thousand points. It was a good amount. It was a good amount of points. Like they made a, a contract deal that made sure the guy had to pay it. It was a sealed contract. Just like this guy is, and the Class C is the first people that their first opponents Class D has to take on. Mm-hmm. So it sets up that Class C aren't going to be pushovers. They're not like 
they are also like failures, but the class D guy is slowly moving on himself and yeah. doing things and manipulating. His black bodyguard kind of annoyed me though, but that's just <laughs> me being like, it threw me out. I was like, why the you got to shoot a black guy like this? Black guy's like, leave the boss alone. Push the girl. He's like, you don't want to do that. I was like, come on. Just typical Japanese yeah. stereotyping. Yeah. Coco Gaijin. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as bad as what they did in Beck though. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, that guy had gold teeth. <laughs> like, gold why? Teeth. <laughs> like, and, and then even in the manga, after that guy gets merged, Snoop Dogg literally comes out. And you see, it's Snoop Dogg. Like, guy looks like Snoop Dogg. No, it's, I, it's Snoop Dogg. You can tell. <laughs> he even calls him Doggy. And I'm like, oh, you guys. <laughs> uh, hip-hop and rock. Uh, Hacks me up. Um, that I love that island arc, but one of my also favorite ones um that got me just like wow was uh the expulsion one where they're about to get uh pseudo uh kicked from school because of a fight yeah. stage fight and and how he was able to even though they had proof that the like he was being ganged up on him defending himself from a friend showing her a picture because she likes to she like the rascal friend likes to take pictures of herself in like scandalous clothing or mm-hmm. areas um to, i don't know to she's an idol yeah, I mean that's all. She's uh, oh yeah, yeah. she's she was, a, she's yeah, like she's a teen idol. idol. Yeah, she's an online idol. Yeah. yeah, but she's actually that introvert and very shy when yeah. it comes to actually meeting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just allows you to live behind the lens, live behind the lens. But anyways, uh, she takes a picture and like they try to prove like oh the uh, that it wasn't a good enough, good enough evidence because it's just a photo. It doesn't say like everything that happened. And I was like, dang, maybe that would still the deal. Tell them going to a hallway where the fight happened to kind of talk about it, and they and then. Him being like the guy he is, uh, uh, the main character, uh, Kiyotaka, Kiyotaka, being how smart he is, just solely hints to Suzune that, man, if only there were cameras here and uh, they, they wouldn't feel so confident. So, what? And she's like, cameras. She rents cameras. She actually uses one of her deals to get cameras, fake cameras put, well, real cameras, like put up so that, and then calls those characters to meet up to talk. And he, and, her specifically for them for both of them to meet them and basically say well we found these cameras and get in their heads that were their cameras there or weren't they yeah and the if we if, if there are cameras then we're screwed because that will completely negotiate and they're like but there shouldn't have been cameras because they would have brought it up at the student meeting that we had and they're like but remember how it ended they said we're waiting for the per the per- the, the true party to tell the truth then there won't be any like no one will get in trouble but if you don't tell the truth, then there will be consequences. They're like, well, well this is a test. And they get in there, these, these three guys' heads. Instead of them being so afraid that they were about to call their boss, it's like, why are you going to call him? Yeah. What's the point? This is your only chance. If you don't, we're going to go report it right now and seal the deal. Like, well, it's time sensitive. We can't call our boss. We're just going to make a decision for ourselves. Just for them to try and find out that, yeah, they they weren't caught on camera. And them withdrawing it completely saved the character. It just... How smart that was. It was a great twist. Yeah. It was it was a good setup. And again, it highlighted also the dynamic between the main character and the student council president. For sure. So I really liked kind of that, the their interaction uh, between the two. I mean, he even tried to recruit the main character into the student council. And the main character was like, no, I'm not trying to work. Like, I, work. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. So again, it, like... I mean, there's only 12 episodes, but a lot happens in between the standard three to four arcs. So, 
aside from that, I think that's pretty much like the end of the show. Yeah. Like, the, the, well, of our spoiler thing, because each each episode deals with thing about tests and stuff and using the point system. That one student still failed, like pseudo being goofy. He still failed like one portion of the test, got forty nine, which was actually another cool thing that Susanne intentionally dropped her score so that, that she knew that he what subject he was terrible in, so that the average would be less, uh, less like high. Yeah, that the class he, average. They have a better point that he, uh, um, Kiyotaka and Susanne was able to pay the teacher to give him additional points because he remember all the rules that points can buy you anything, literally yeah. anything. So it was like, buy me one more point score. So the average was 50. And they just had to pay a hundred thousand, which is was steep, but still like they were able to save this guy from being dropped because they, they not having only so much limit limitation. They don't know how bad negative points will affect you overall in the school. If you got a, a school, a student expelled from your class, how would that affect your overall classroom? Mm-hmm. That maybe we all need to stick together and all go up, prosper in order for us to become the true class a that's the only way to become class a and that was interesting yeah it definitely was i mean there's just a lot of spots i mean i understand why you binged it because i did the exact same thing oh you did yeah yeah even the second time i watched it i had to i had to finish it and then immediately picked up the light novel and started reading it Mm because i want to know hey what other details do we happen to miss i mean what wasn't really said because they only flesh that they didn't flesh the anime out. They just condensed a lot of information in there. So, this will be wrapping up Classroom of the Elite. Yeah. When I, Do you have uh, any ideas of what we want the next episode, the next theme to be? So, we're still watching some of the new fall lineups. Um, I think we might do... I think we're just going to do an archive episode because I'm still catching up since I watched all Classroom Elite. I didn't watch the show, new shows I wanted to watch. Um, like I'm still checking out that basketball one. And I want to see, uh, I, and I'm also even watching the new Gundam, Gundam build, uh, fighters one, build divers. It looked kind of, I watched like a, it had on YouTube, they had like an episode of it. So I'm just going to check it out and see if it, if it's interesting. It's, um, huh. it won't sound like I talk about the season since it's already been going on for a while. Cause it's a big series. It's just like a continuation. I'm not sure how we're going to fall into that out. If it's a series that like Yu-Gi-Oh where. The new main characters change. Yeah, that's what we count that as a new season. Will we count that as a new anime or a continuation of the anime? That's weird. I would count that as literally a new anime, just because the whole premise, story, timeline, everything changes. Okay, so I I might. I was gonna look at that and some on Hulu and stuff. Like think about Gundam or G Gundam. That was arena based combat versus Gundam Wing, which was like politics, war, planet versus. Space. Oh, G Gundam. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah, was... but I'm on. I, I want to see. We talk off air and see what what we're thinking about that. But I'm definitely thinking archive, and then uh, after that, we can do a good uh, preview of the fall anime. I feel because that'd be enough to have that. There'd be three st- three episodes out that we can honestly say these are the ones that we're continuing. These are the ones that we watched and end up dropping. I think that's fair because by that time, be three episodes will be out. Uh. Yeah, um, are you uh, playing anything, watching any uh, other series that you might check out? Um, I mean, just like last week, on the little time that I do have, I'm playing Monster Hunter. Sweet. We picked that up, still enjoying the bow class quite a lot. I have, I'm actually better now than I was before because I'm using more power, more of the power attacks. Oh, and so I didn't really use I that nearly oh. as much. Like I did, but I didn't, 
use it nearly like what I did now. And I'm, it's it's a whole different experience. Well, my wife is really good at Monster Hunter with a with a weapon that she's using now. But when she used to use the arrows, she'd be like, I would watch her, and she'd be too far away. Where yeah. I was like, You're not doing anything. Yeah, but she would get annoyed when I say that. It's Whereas really like, annoying it's like, <laughs> I was like, because you have to be at like such yeah. a weird range with him. You can't be too far. You do one damn damage. Yeah. What's that going to do? Yeah. Like an yeah. Anjanath is going to take a long. She's going to be shooting. I was like. She hold back on the air. Is that the power attack when you hold back? Yeah, when you hold back, yeah. like. But it looks hard, like, because of how quick the monsters are moving. You gotta load up an arrow to shoot. It makes it really Dark Soulsy okay. when you're the, like that because you have to shoot your arrows. The longer you hold it, the more stamina it takes, and then you roll, which also takes stamina. <laughs> and so, and you can't oh, be too dang. far away. You have to be in pretty much constant attack range from them. It's like a short range arrow. Yeah. So the only thing I don't like about it and maybe it's just due to lack of skill is i don't think you can jump on the monsters and like oh do the stab them yeah. Thing, yeah or at least i've never had that option yeah. and that's always been a little frustrating because i see the james and everyone else do it and it just oh it looks cool i want to yeah. i want to stab but like you would you get on what you put the arrow on him but <laughs> yeah the ball and arrow arrow tip oh no i don't know but that right there um, is probably the main thing I'm playing. In terms of watching right now, I'm trying to keep up with the, what's getting dropped in the new season. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Stone is coming through with some amazing three episodes. I haven't caught up on Fire Force, but I've enjoyed uh, Welcome to Demon School. Yeah, I started watching some of that. That was good. And yeah, that one cracks me up. And I'm still watching some of the random trash I got dropped as well. What about you? What are you watching? What are you playing? Um... Playing now, I'm actually uh, still playing Astro Chain. Uh, what the Tri Knights? Is that tennis? Or... No, that's, oh, uh, that's uh, rugby. rugby. All right, sorry. Um, I'm I'm playing Astro Chain, and actually, um, because I'm getting like, uh, I'm trying to get like more RPGs on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I bought like uh, Dragon Quest. Uh, Twelve. How was it? How is it? I love that Dragon Quest game because I bought it on the PS4. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about buying it on my Switch. But instead of me buying that, uh, rebuying it for my Switch, I end up buying the original Dragon Quest game, the first one. How's that? Uh, it's it. Are you enjoying it's a, it? In, the mobile game import. The mobile they made a mobile game of it and imported it to the Switch. Mm. Kinda. Um, I'm enjoying it right now because I just want to. I never played the original Dragon Quest games. I want like a simple. It's only five dollars to pay, play mm-hmm. until you get to one of the, a fan favorite one. I hear it's like Dragon Quest three. Because that talks about the original hero, and that links back to Dragon Quest Eleven with the, its new. It's Dragon Quest Eleven? No, it's Twelve. Mm. Dragon Quest Twelve, where it has a uh, the main character is a descendant from that hero's bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in Dragon Quest One, you play as another of his ancestors. Mm. So it's weird. Um, and so far it's a simple game. You don't get partners in this one. It's very, like it's one of the original like RPGs. Oh wow! So you you literally adventure on your own and go to pl- point like they just like how the original Final Fantasy were where they just tell you a little bit like, uh, the princess was taken here. Well, I heard, and then you got to head to the east to where the princess was. Ooh, save her. You don't get that much like helpful dialogue. Right now I'm just grinding because it, when I was trying to go further, monsters are coming out and they were like way too strong and yeah. I needed certain money to buy better weapons than my you only get like two four coins you fight harder monsters you get 20 gold coins but is there I a wide range them. of monsters um there's a wide range like they're all like because uh the cool awesome thing about dragon quest is akira Toriyama 
he he made oh he nice made the characters and made the the art and you can see it in a lot of his other like as the that show progress that Dragon Quest games progress you can see a lot of his like normal like Goku looking characters and how they do it's just awesome and it's a cool little time killer game. I'm also still playing Monster Hunter. I did download the new DLC. Oh, nice. Uh, for uh, Frozen World. I just need to hop on and actually start doing it. Um, because, yeah, I need to get better weapons. And uh, my wife is enjoying it, so I have time. And other than that, I've just been reading some books for school. Right now, I'm actually reading a... my own, For my own personal read right now, I'm reading a book called um, The Other the Other Westmore. And it's basically a uh, a book about these two kids... Two ki- Two people who share the same name. It's a nonfiction book. They li- both live around like the same area. They say they have the same last name, and the author was able to like achieve a lot of things and be very comfortable with his life. But the person who shared his name had the same opportunities as he did, but went down a totally different road and oh, wow. ended up going to prison and uh, committing a murder that resulted in a cop being killed. A cop being killed on duty, and how he and, and how that affected the main character and how like. If I didn't, if I didn't have the opportunities or did certain things, I may end up like him. So it's a story narrative about that. Hmm. And so far, it's really good. Um, very powerful read. And hopefully, I get more. And after that, I might read some nonfiction, some more ho- like horror books and stuff. But yeah, um, I, I think, think what if now that he mentioned horror books, we our next theme for our next episode should be a horror anime. Oh wow. I mean, especially with it being October, we got to wrap it up and at least have one horror anime. So I think we should check out because I know uh, Corpse Party is really good. Maybe going through Higurashi again oh. would be interesting. Play, oh, actually, Corpse Party, we'll talk about that. Yeah, later, so, there's gonna, the so the next one might just be more Halloween themed. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to lean towards now That'd that cool. you mentioned it because uh, of the horror aspect. Yeah, I like that. Right. Um, I think it'd be cool for us to start... Uh, Instead of us playing like the anime's ending or opening at the end, that we talk about promote some of the music that we love from other animes. So uh, I wanted to start it off because I'm just I just yeah, thought about what we're doing. I like it. It's uh, a good idea. This first one you might be familiar with. It was the ending to a great show called um, uh, Blue Exorcist, Ooh, and it's yeah. by Two PM. It's called Take Off, um, and this has been Anime Archives. Have a nice day.